Good morning, it's Tuesday, January 1st, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Tentative pact to raise taxes on the rich. A good war in Iraq in 91 had its flaws, and era of grand deals yields to incrementalism. In today's national headlines, U.S. birth rate dips as Latina pregnancies fall, and there's been a ruling in Texas on family planning. In today's business headlines, shares end higher on hope for a fiscal deal. The Dow was up 166 points yesterday. A year of market gains despite political turmoil, and a bond craze could run its course in the coming year. There will be more business stories, more national and international news, too, a roundup from the sports page and the opinions of New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from Washington, titled Tentative Pact to Raise Taxes on the Rich, written by Jonathan Weissman. Last-minute negotiations between the White House and the Senate Republican leadership on Monday secured a tentative agreement to allow tax rates to rise on affluent Americans. But the measure was not going to pass in time for Congress to meet its December 31st deadline for averting automatic tax increases and spending cuts deemed a threat to the economy. While some senators pushed for a quick vote on legislation to avoid the so-called fiscal cliff, the House was not expected to consider any deal until Tuesday at the earliest. If Congress acts quickly and sends a deal to President Obama, the economic impact could still be very limited. Under the agreement, tax rates would jump to 39.6% from 35% for individual incomes over $400,000 and couples over $450,000, while tax deductions and credits would start phasing out on incomes as low as $200,000, a clear win for the president. Just last month, Republicans in Congress said they would never agree to raise tax rates on the wealthiest Americans, Obviously, the agreement that's currently being discussed would raise those rates and raise them permanently, Obama said at a news briefing. In a development that pushed lawmakers closer to a resolution, Senate Republicans said that negotiators also agreed to put off $110 billion in across-the-board spending cuts to military and domestic programs for two months, while broader deficit reduction talks continue. Those cuts begin to go into force on Wednesday, and that deadline, too, might be missed before Congress approves the deal. The nature of the deal ensured that the running war between the White House and congressional Republicans on spending and taxes will continue at least until the spring. Treasury Secretary Timothy Geithner formally notified Congress that the government reached its statutory borrowing limit on New Year's Eve. Through some creative accounting tricks, the Treasury Department can put off action for perhaps two months. The New Deal does nothing to address the big issues that Obama and Speaker John Boehner hoped to deal with in their failed grand bargain talks two weeks ago. Booming entitlement spending and a tax code so complex, few defend it anymore. Though the tentative deal had a chance of success, it landed with a thud on Capitol Hill. Republicans accused the White House of moving the goalpost by demanding still more tax increases to help shut off across-the-board spending cuts beyond the two-month pause. Democrats were incredulous that Obama had ultimately agreed to around $600 billion in new tax revenue over 10 years, when even Boehner had promised $800 billion. Democrats openly worried that if Obama could not drive a harder bargain when he holds most of the cards, 
he will give up more Democratic priorities in the coming weeks, when hard deadlines will raise the prospects of a government default first, then a government shutdown.